Oh, oh shit, you're in Bali. <laughs> I've got that. Leeds shirt to Bali. Bali boys. Yeah, I've got to take my Leeds shirt everywhere. Do you not take your Norwich shirt everywhere, Tim? <laughs> uh, truthfully, it didn't make the cut originally when I when I first flew out here. So my... Uh... It's, uh... <laughs> it's oh, a great. bit aesthetically unpleasing, though, the Norwich really... colours. Like... It does look like sick. <laughs> Hello and welcome to FPL Mavericks, your one-stop shop for everything FPL. Let us bring out your inner maverick and we'll find you those FPL gems. Hello and welcome back to FPL Mavericks. Um, we're back for another season. Didn't think we'd make it back there, but we're here anyway. Um, today, I am back with the stats man and Mystic Meg himself. Tim, Cam, welcome back, boys. How are you? Hello. How's Hello. it going, Brookie? Yeah. We still haven't got a jingle, though. No, we haven't. Well, I, I need to work were... on that. I thought I thought you had a few people working on a working on a jingle to get the show going. You are the one working on it. Oh, was I? Oh, shit. <laughs> um, okay, we've got a few few more weeks. And, and just to note, Cammy's on a, a, a thumping hang after the stroke, so this should be absolute entertainment. Slurred words, bad picks. <laughs> <laughs> like normal, then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and just, just for the listeners, we've all got our our own team shirts on so tim's got his lovely green and yellow norwich shirt representing how are you mate yeah good never not properly worn it yet looking forward to wearing it to training uh potentially for pre-season if i take the fine yeah do you reckon it's worth a fine no definitely not definitely you see if it be- was a good team if it was a good team like southampton then maybe but you can't you can't be wearing championship shirts can you oh god that's hurting i know yeah wouldn't speak so soon mate we'll be back leave that for the back end of the show because that's what we're going to go through today um running order we're going to have a quick review on last season how we thought it went um obviously um you know the thoughts of the boys the landscape moving forward so um the world cup is obviously a big uh issue or maybe an advantage to some players this season uh, in november um we're going to go over quickly the top transferred players in position so far so what the boys have been doing with their drafts and and kind of the players that are knocking about in them um we're going to run our eye over the promoted three so um i'm not going to lie i don't know too much um about um the likes of nottingham forest but they've made some Great signing, so we'll go Did over you that. Not remember the other two? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good start, Brookie. A bit rusty. It's the likes Fulham. of Nottingham Forest. There's only three names you have to remember. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know the other one's Fulham, but I can't remember the third. Who is the third? Bullmouth. Oh yeah, they're a bit boring, eh? But we'll go over them. Um, and then top four and relegation and why. So, yeah, for the for the people that probably haven't listened before. This, this is just going to be, again, pre-season views. And then moving forward, we'll be picking Mavericks and, and the like and, and other things that will keep you interested, hopefully, for the season. So maybe we'll start with Tim, because I know he finished first out of all of us. Out of all of us, yeah. But in the Maverick League, I was second. You were second. David Conley came in. That's that's the that's cut you deep. Has, yes. And I almost caught him at the end as well. He was miles ahead, but um, I had a storm in a few last weeks. I think if I had a captain De Bruyne on that big 30, 30 point game week, I'd have caught him. Oh, still thinking about that one, Tim, are you? Yeah, still cuts deep. Yeah. Could have triple captained him. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so, Brookie, where's this David Conley? And why is he on here and not Tim uh, instead of Tim? Yeah. Uh, I don't, I've still There's no prize for second place, is there, Tim? I still haven't found his whereabouts. I know he, I know he's on Twitter somewhere, and he might even listen, but he needs to drop a message in Twitter to 
to reveal himself like Batman. But Tim, go on, tell me, your overall rank in the end was insane. Yeah, it was 1,695th. Not that I uh, have it tattooed on me now. <laughs> I didn't realise it was that low. You must have gained so much ground in the last... I did. I was just, I was, I was in the top 10K most of the season. But yeah, it was my the highest I was all season. And it just came at like the perfect time. So I had a good final game week. Obviously, being in Australia, woke up in the morning and saw it. It was absolutely buzzing. So yeah, we'll never, ever live that down and uh slowly getting in because i've just started a new job here in australia just starting to uh um congratulations if there's, any, if there's any paid leagues so i've joined one oh, performance with like shark did the big dog get a bit of a pay rise <laughs> <laughs> bit of a sign-on bonus yeah a bit yeah. of an mbappe special over there it, yeah the really uh really thankful for where i finished and definitely couldn't do it again but we'll see yeah man i think you can um who do you think um what yeah what, what was this, the 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 recipe to success then mate what was the secret sauce for you was it the algorithm was it just not taking many hits what was it you're not gonna like this but yeah not taking many hits i think i took three or four all season and it's just funny it's Brookie just loves that i can see the pain in Brookie's face <laughs> but but the top the top three i was listening to some podcasts and they all play it very differently so some of them use algorithms and stats all the time and i think the top guy did like 20 hits throughout the season and got lucky with them so there's not one or two ways to play you can play it however you want i just like the the planning of it and getting stuff prepared and obviously some players get injured and it's usually four or five weeks in advance oh, i'm going to use my wild card then to maximize my points that sort of thing you get a lot of stuff from Twitter that people already look look up for you and say, okay, look, free hit here is going to be most beneficial because you're going to have the least amount of players for this game week. How, how did you get on with that COVID time when all the fixtures were being cancelled? Because that completely killed me. There was, there was a time when I had three Spurs. I had like three Spurs players, and they they got they were supposed to be playing Burnley, and I had them captained, and yeah, completely killed me. Yeah, I think they're Burnley and then Brighton, and I think they missed both those games. And I think people are like, oh, they're going to be back for that one. But that one was kind of, I think the Burnley one was snowed off or something ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I just got really, really lucky in that sense. I didn't have any Spurs assets in at that time. So I got, yeah. it's you got to have a bit of luck. Who did, who did you avoid most of the last season? Was there any teams who, like, stereotypically would be in... Uh, players from them would be in there in most managers teams like was there anyone that you kind of avoided a, a bit more i definitely didn't jump on sun soon enough soon enough um i was I just stuck with salah i just knew salah 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 he had such a good start to the season that sort of sort of teetered out towards the end so i'm yeah. sure we'll get on to this did you ever dabble on in uh pep roulette not really i only went cancello and De Bruyne. I think I might have had Foden in at some point, but it's not worth it. Not worth. I'm not a gambling man. I think that's a big. Uh, I think that's a big talking point once again going into the season is the Man City assets and because there is value in those assets, but it's a massive risk, isn't it? So yeah, I was gonna say. And was there a, a maverick of your season, or was it just template? <laughs> it's so template. That's how you've got to do it. You play boring. <laughs> it is boring. This game is actually boring. I don't know why we have a podcast about this because yeah. to do well, you have to not make any changes and just play the most template team. <clears throat> yeah, I think I captain Salah for 30 out of 38 game weeks. So. <laughs> um, uh, the big player for me, I think I mentioned him before, but Connor Cody was an absolute legend for me. Brought him in at 4.5, and I think he ended up at like five. Five million, but just just a clean boring sheet. player yeah. for a boring team. Yeah, <laughs> boring bloke. He got a few goals this season, though, didn't he? he and he'd never scored. He hadn't really scored before then. So yeah, he uh, definitely helped me out. So I think I had him in my team most of the season. Obviously, the big ones, Trent, Salah, always pulling through. But yeah. this is about Mavs, so true. Now I like it, mate. Um, Cami. Talk us through yours. I was a little bit worried about you for a, for a five week period there where I was in front. I thought. <laughs> <I'm 
Mate, there was no sweating over here. I, oh. I, I know, I know how you play the game. So it's reckless. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's it's far too rogue, and you're never gonna <laughs> you're never gonna finish um, that high unless you play more like Tim. Like you got you. <laughs> You've got to, you got to be a boring bastard. That's what you got to do, oh, Ricky. But you just, you do not have the, you do not have the patience for it. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, I, I, my, where did I finish last season? I finished thirty k the year before and tw- like twelve k this year. Oh, oh, sorry, the the one just got the one just gone past. Wow. But, um really good. But that's just because I started just playing the most boring players, just like the the players which are in everyone's teams i didn't go for like the previous year i remember being so excited i finished like 200k the previous year and i remember being so excited when i put troy dini as captain for for a (laughs) for a brace and an assist and i was just laughing my way to uh to a very uh under a very average finish but to actually get like i would never have had like your troy dini's in my team last season it was i had a couple of um couple of rogue ones but so that's an interesting point do you enjoy hitting lower and playing it safe or do you enjoy the old troy deeney captaincy oh mate i much i much prefer the the random picks but i also like doing well and i couldn't i I don't want to lose to you (laughs) (laughs) but then surely like the guys that are top in the world still play the 10 play but then still go for like like proper maverick picks like magnus carlson for example yeah. player. like he captained i can't remember who it was but it was someone like it, it might have been like connor cody or something like that and they, like that got him so like, such a big jump i suppose it's knowing when to pull the pick isn't it yeah i think it's it's not being like overly reckless it's more being reckless in in like at certain spots like brookie you would make you'd take three hits a week and (laughs) you'd be changing all your team because you feel like you had to catch up but actually if you have that many mavericks in your team you never you're always going to you're going to keep falling behind even if one bangs the other ones are going to score less than than your um your kind of standard template team so you need to just pick your moments and have a few have a few punts here and there but just mostly play like tim yeah I, I <laughs> be more know. like tim <laughs> i feel like i'm I like i feel like i'm still happy where i'm at i'm enjoying maverickism um but i'm probably never going to hit the heights of, of 2000 my performance last year was pretty good it was still 140,000 14,000th in the world and i reckon i probably took the most hits on the whole game i think it was up there at, at 40 hits i think um but moving forward so how do you um uh like with those are you you going to go into the next season work it like with the mindset that i'm going to take less hits or are you gonna i I guess you got to start your you got to start your bar low haven't you because it's only gonna it's only gonna raise yeah I, i did that last season i was like right i'm really gonna try and be a bit more like you know less impulsive and I actually took more hits than I did the last season. But I think that was actually due due to COVID. Like, there was a lot of um, times in the season where there, there was doubles, right? The big one there was, um, remember, Emmanuel Dennis. I brought him in. Luckily, didn't oh, captain him. Well, I captained him. <laughs> I brought him in, right? Twice in a row. <laughs> oh, no, it was a double game week. So, he yeah. didn't get, he got sent off in the first game, didn't he? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So yeah, I think that'll be my philosophy moving forward. I'll I'll actually try and be a bit more <laughs> reserved, but I just want to beat you, Cam. To be honest, that's that's what I'm going to do this year. You need to you need to be res- like you need to be reserved in the in the way you think about catching people up. Like you got to realize it's a marathon, not a sprint, because you you see it as like right. I've got a forty point gap. There's ten game weeks. There's no way I'm going to catch this up unless I put uh harrison is captain and have i fancy phillips to score a goal as well just because i love leads (laughs) we all love leads (laughs) we Um, all love leads but you do have unfinished business with uh the whale horse in luke mitch this season cammy do you reckon you're gonna 
be able oh, to do. He's going to be a, he's going to be irrelevant this season. Oh. He's he's over the hill. He's uh, getting oh. a bit old for this. Yeah, true. He's you know he's a bit older than you, but he's he's done you last season. So <laughs> there's a few there's a few out there's a few things in the Maverick League this season. Roscoe's still trying to beat me. He might do. He might not. Depends if he uh, tries to take inside tips off Tim and and Luke again. So. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Towards the end of last season, both of you just WhatsApp messaging me. <laughs> what, would you, what would you do with this, mate? <laughs> Anyway. Oh, I, I spent I spent half the season when Brookie and I were living together. I spent half the season being like, "No, Brookie, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it." Oh, I've taken five hits. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but look, lads, I'd have been even lower if it wasn't for my pocket transfer. I, can't, I still can't believe that happened. Absolutely crazy. Um, anyway, moving on to the actual landscape of this season, um, we've got. A really strange season again but i think uh fpl towers have actually given us a hand um there is going to be a huge break for the world cup how do you think that's going to affect the players mentality as we get closer to the world cup are they going to start taking their foot off the gas or are they just inbuilt to be super competitive like what do you think it's a tough one what, what do you think players prefer club or country is the big question isn't it oh, i've always heard country no for the for the world for the world cup and the euros it's got to be country isn't it but like i think for friendlies it's definitely yeah. i still think it's country i still think like you if you if you look at it from a from an outsider's point of view who supports clubs everyone loves the premier league people hate international friendlies because it kind of breaks up the premier league but from an um, emotional standpoint, those players are hundred percent more like would take playing out there for their country over their club if money wasn't a factor, obviously. Um, that's my opinion, anyway. What do you What do you reckon? You, you yeah, reckon I club? No, I, you I reckon always club. have the um, the interview or the, the when Gerard and Lampard were punditing together, and they basically just said like. The rivalry was so strong at club level that it never really worked at country level they'd always like go off in their own groups at lunch breaks and whatever just to like man united would sit together chelsea would sit together liverpool would sit together so but i think we've definitely as an england squad we've broke that now yeah southgate's done quite a good job of it yeah. hasn't it so i think england hopefully will do quite well so maybe maybe you're right maybe people do care more about country and i guess so but like deep down i don't think it will have a, a big impact on them, but they're always in the forefront of their mind. They're going to think, oh, I've got the World Cup. I can't get injured. I don't want to push myself too hard. Yeah. You've got Iran next week, you know, because the breaks are really short. It's only like six weeks. So they've played their final game, then they've got like nine or 10 days before the first game, sort of thing. And do you think on the flip there, the likes of, you know, I'm going to use him as an example, Jared Bowen, who is now in the England squad and thinks he's probably due a start he's just going to play out of his skin so that he can get in that england team and that's not i'm just using that england team as an example but we can use that for every single team in the world right so does that then now give more value to the mavericks i'm not saying jared bones a maverick he probably is at the moment fixtures but they're like what like jw jw ward prowse for example yeah uh, i i th so one of my picks going into the season would be james madison so mm -hmm. i think he needs to play like his form towards the end of last season definitely should, should have landed him in the england england team i think is his attitude off the pitch isn't it that mm. that kind of um has held him back a bit recently but i think if he has an absolute storming first six well, how, how many game weeks are there before the world cup yeah let's just have a look 13 rings a bell but i might be wrong 13 right, <laughs> oh yeah because it's, it's november isn't it yeah oh yeah okay so we get quite through so he's got 13 game weeks to really put his um put his uh hat, hat in the foot what is foot in the hat what is it yeah, in, the hat. Hat, hat in the circle is that is that the word <laughs> he put his hat on his head yeah that'd be good yeah um, anyway <laughs> yeah, so you, you, yeah do you think 
overall there to summarize the world cup is going to have a huge impact or it's going to have a minimal impact i think i think the first part the first 13 weeks if that's the right man i don't think it'll make that much impact yeah that's my opinion just because i think everyone's going to be playing they're just going to be wanting to play football not really thinking too much about the world cup uh, i think it's afterwards that might uh, there might be a few more, like a bit more rotation. People are fatigued from the World Cup. Uh, a few changes. What do you reckon, yeah. Tim? Are they are they bringing in five subs this season? Yes, they are. God, yeah. that's so annoying. An impact as well, um, especially with the like Man City, Liverpool. It'd be absolutely fuming if your captain salary gets fifty-five minutes or something. So I think that might have an effect as well. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, I think afterwards, I think you're right, afterwards, after the World Cup, people are going to be tired, they'll make that decision, mm-hmm. they'll get rested and stuff. So from an FPL point of view, like it's going to be absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. Can we talk about that, uh, the five subs a bit more? Because I, th- I think that's a really interesting question. Like you, you kind of raised the point about Man City and uh, and Liverpool resting uh, some, well, they're, they're the teams likely to be a few goals up, maybe bring Salah off early. Um, Maybe bring, like just bringing off some of their uh, players who've ran themselves into a ground because they've got a deep squad and they've got all these players who can come in and uh, like finish off the game. Is it does that does that make the likes of like Son and Kane who are more crucial to their team's success more valuable because they're more likely to get more minutes? They're um, yeah, they 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 yeah, they're not really going to be. They're kind of indispensable for the team. Even if the team's up two 0 you don't really bring them off because they fit. They um and they just mean so much to the team's success. Yeah, it's always it's always going to be in the top six's favour, right? Because as you said, um, they've got absolute depth. Um, and 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 you know, if you if you're two 0 up and you bring off Salah with seventy minutes to go, so he's fresh for a big game against. Um, I don't know, bloody Everton next game, that's going to work for them. But whereas if, if you're a Leeds United, I just use as as an example, um, if you're pulling off the likes of Rafinha, who's your absolute match winner and he's the, the reason why you're actually still in the league, um, who are you going to bring on? <laughs> like, Yeah, that's, you, that's you kind of, yeah, that's, that's my point. It, it kind of makes it an interesting, it's a bit of a gamble with the, with the better teams because they might have that kind of flexibility. Um, whereas if you pick your Jared Bowens, your um, James Madison's, they're much li- less likely to get rotated because you don't have the Champions League, you don't have the um, you don't have the, the squad depth to kind of benefit from. I don't, I don't really like it to be honest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, I don't like it. It's just gonna make it's just gonna make the the Premier League a less compelling league because the top will stay at the top. Yeah, so yeah. I think they really need to run their eye over it this season and see if it works. Um, I understand why they're doing it, obviously because of the World Cup. But mm, what do you think, Tim? Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think it'll make the better teams better. You look at you look at Man City and Liverpool's like. They're, dare I say, second string sides. Like they beat most of the Premier League as, the, as just as their second second team. So when you're subbing off Grealish for Mares, like it's just it just gets ridiculous. And Bernardo Silva for De Bruyne, and you've got Calvin Phillips now backing up Rodri and stuff. So they've got the money and the players to do that. When you look at Southampton or Leeds, you're bringing off. If James Ward Prowse gets injured, who are you bringing on? Theo Walcott. I don't know. So, well, that's a wait and see. That's a like for like. Part. <laughs> <laughs> Can't think of any other. Actually, we'll players. we'll probably be two 0 down, and we'll need to make that swap. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, what we'll do now is we'll jump into um, our drafts, or just talk about the the most transferred in players um, of the season, and even you know maybe run that back to last year. Um, who wants to start? What have they? Tim, maybe you're a good point. You're you're good on the whole Tweety Bird. Um, who have you seen flying around the drafts? Is it the the standard players that are coming in, or have you seen a few players that um, are new to the game and you like the look of? Um, big picks so far. I've seen are uh, a lot of people seem to be going for Wolves' Neto. 
Yeah. A lot of people I don't get that. Injured. I don't get that. Yeah. He never really was that good. I know he got injured last season, but he was never really that good. He was a lot better with Jimenez in the squad. I, I really liked him as a player. I really liked him as a player before he got injured. Uh, but I just can't see this Wolves team. Uh, they, they just had nothing going forward last season. Maybe they sort it out, but toothless. Yeah. Completely agree. Uh, I think because he's 5.5, but then there is a few others in that sort of bracket. You've got uh, Bailey for Villa, who a lot of people are talking about as well. Yeah, he's, he's my, he's my, yeah, I think he's, yeah, I think he's going to be the top, the top value player this season. I think points per, actually saying that he'll probably get injured in the first few weeks. <laughs> so is he going to start? I didn't, I didn't I think, think he played so. that. Well, I don't know. He, he, I think they're just managing well in his minutes, isn't it? Yeah, they're managing his minutes because he's very injury prone. Like I watched him against Leeds and and against Man U as well, and he just stood out. Like he's just got speed. So oh, really, quick. Okay. so quick. Yeah. He's been he playing might... preseason then. He's on yeah. corners as well. Really? Okay. Where, where's he played wing? He's, well, he's been taking a few corners anyway. Yeah, yeah he's, he's on the wing. Yeah. So obviously they've got. Okay, maybe it would work because they've got like Ings, Watkins, Wendia, Coutinho, but they're sort of central. So you could play like a, I, well, I don't really know. I can't really remember how. I think they played like a 4 3 3 last yeah. season, but um, they could play like Watkins can kind of play coming off the, coming off the, uh, yeah. the left hand side and then. Um, Bailey can play coming off the right, and then you got space for like, like a Coutinho or Buendia in like the front of the midfield too. With things up top potentially. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so maybe that's an option. And then the other five point five is Gordon for Everton. Mm. I'm not sure how Everton are going to go. They um, seem to be signing most of Burnley's players. Which <laughs> is just, interesting. I, I think they're going to go down this season. Yeah, I've got them in my potential. Oh, wait, wait. We'll save that. We'll save. Sorry. That. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then obviously a lot of people are bringing in Haaland, but truthfully, I'm not so sure. Pep Roulette, is he going to start? I need to wait for the Community Shield. Um, he's that sort of guy to just score a hat-trick on his debut, and I'm not going to have him. Uh, and then Jesus, a lot of people are having Jesus. Arsenal look quite good. They've looked quite good in pre-season. They beat Chelsea 4-0. Obviously, it is only pre-season. Um, but I think Chelsea are trying that four at the back. Not too sure. Chilwell's come back. I have currently got Chilwell in my team over James because Chilwell just like absolutely cleaned up when he was playing. I think he played 10 games and had the, the most, he was scoring like averaging like seven points a game sort of thing. Uh, the big call at the moment is Kane versus Haaland or if you swap Salah for Diaz because Salah's 13 million and you think towards the end of last season, Diaz was covering, I know he's not on pens, but was covering for Salah. And I think Yota's injured. Yeah, he is. Yeah, correct. so I think Diaz will start. So I don't know if he's as greedy as Salah, but that five mil saved is absolutely massive. I'm good. I, I'm going to take a wild guess that you are never starting the season, Tim, without Salah in your team. <laughs> I'm thinking about it currently. I've changed my <laughs> absolutely no chance. I haven't really thought about it, but the last few days I've been tinkering a bit. Oh, oh it's, it's tempting because it's the, the players you can get in with that extra five mil save. It's so like you so can go that's an upgrade of Wilson to you know like Harland and uh, you never know you might have you might have Salah Salah might be taken over by Diaz as like Liverpool's kind of main player this season. You know like there's got to be a passing of the torch at some point, hasn't there? Like um I don't think yet. I think Salah is still the main man. He's still on penalties. He's still got that killer instinct. I think Diaz. I think you've got it. Like yeah, it's it's in that Liverpool lineup. It's between Salah, Salah, Diaz, and Arnold or Robertson, Arnold and Salah. I don't think you. I think there's you have. Well. I think you've got to start with Salah. I yeah. was I was looking at uh, Robertson. Between Robertson and Diaz, it was really trying to work out what was where the value was there, and mm. it's a it is a hard shout with with these uh, Liverpool Man City players. And um, what do you think about uh, their new signing Nunes? Because he started preseason awfully, and then he scored four against Leipzig. And Brookie's messaging me saying he's in, he's in my team. He started. <laughs> yeah, I mean. and I can't I'll wait to see Brookie's team. I cannot wait to see Brookie's team. He's going to completely. He's going to completely. He's going to do his front 
like his midfielders and his strikers, he'll be like, oh, shit, I've got no room for any defenders. And he'll just have some absolute tosh on the bench. <laughs> um, no, we'll see. I think Nunes could be... A, I, I think anyone... I think I learned my lesson from Werner a few, a few seasons ago. Like, yeah, you've you just got to wait and see. Haaland's coming from the Bundesliga. We know he's a good player, but how is he going to play? How is he going to fit into the system? Look at Grealish at City. Like, I thought he was going to tear a new one and he's done... He's not had a good season for his standards, so maybe he needs a season and come because this season. Um, I really like the look of uh, Zinchenko at Arsenal because he could play in the midfield as well. What? Where in midfield? That's... Like a, a defensive midfield. So is, if he's a defensive midfielder, he's probably got less less attacking value than than if he played left back. So like, if you look at it like that, it's a bit of a yeah, true. You're but kind then, of taking you're taking one step forward, two steps back. He'll probably play right back though, by the sounds of it. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because he can play either side. Um, He's going to what? You you reckon Zinchenko's going to play right back? Well, I think he will, and because Tommy Asu is injured, and they don't have anybody else. Oh, really? And then the left back is Tierney, no? But I think he's injured as well, so I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, I think Tierney's injured to start. I think Zinchenko is going to start left back to start the season. So who starts at right back? back? I don't know. You could do a job at right back. Oh, Timmy's played a few games at right back. A couple of assists this season. <laughs> who have they got? They've got Pablo Mari. They've got quite a few centre-backs, but no real right backs. Oh, that's a shame. Holding. Can he play right holding, back? I think Holding finished. Oh, Cedric. Cedric. Is he still there? I think so, yeah. He did all right when he came in last season. He's no Tavares. He's he's a bit better than Tavares. So I think Firpo has to be the worst player in the Premier League. He's so bad. He's injured. I'm glad he's injured. Fuck. He's injured. Yeah, I was going to say, there was there was a lot of tweets going out that was basically like, oh, they're playing Leeds. Who's on left wing? Virginia Firpo. Yeah. Because he's going to score points. And it pretty much happened. So... Cammy, just what we've got you, let's let's have a quick chat before we move on to uh, something else. Uh, Southampton, how are you looking? Oh, awful, mate. We're going down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Like adding, like it just yeah, it's it's not looking good. I feel like we've just there's been no kind of marquee marquee signings who are really going to take us to the next level which would be finishing mid-table uh which is an exciting prospect but yeah i think we're going to be fighting for Your relegation life. again this season and hopefully we go down oh wow is, it's a bit more fun isn't it down down when you're winning some games oh this is this is such a contentious um topic isn't it i've had so many conversations about this i think they were talking about this on five live like when you're, I think after a few seasons in the Premier League, Brookie, you'll start to feel the same way. When you're a lesser team and you're just getting dicked by the big teams every week, and you're, you're like you're just fighting to survive every every season, or like fighting for mid mid table mediocrity, and you end up towards the end of the season. I don't watch Saints games because unless there's something to play for, mm. it's just. I just like having it. I like just having my team like a bit competitive. Uh, the first few seasons when Saints got up, it was um, it was really exciting because we nearly finished in the Champions League spot. We got into the Europa League. Um, but even when a smaller team gets into the Europa League randomly, they have to choose between the league and the Europa League because they haven't got the squad. <laughs> so we ended up resting some of our players in the Europa League, and it's just um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm very negative about. Um, I think you're just numb, mate, saying. because. You're speaking to to me and Tim here. Tim can't stay out for love nor money. <laughs> he gets one year on Optus, the next he's off. And then me, I'm like having absolute kittens on the last day of the season to get not relegated by Burnley, who played four four fucking two. Yeah, well, I, well that, that's the only. I, I think the only plus side really is um, is the fact that I'm out in Australia. So if I was in the UK, I'd definitely want us to be in the Championship. It's just so much more fun going to the different grounds. The fans are more real down there as well. It's just a bit more of it, like the atmosphere. You go to Arsenal, you go to the Emirates, and it's just like a library. You go to, you mostly, I, I've been to Anfield a couple of times with Saints, and it's just quiet, no, no atmosphere. 
I mean, they get up for the big European games, and uh, but it's no fun. It's no fun. But being out in Australia, it's actually quite quite good being able to watch all the matches on Optus. So can't complain too much. Yeah, fair. Oh, the Saints. Well, moving but... on to the championship, uh, <laughs> I now remembered who is actually coming up. So we've got uh, Nottingham Forest, Bournemouth, and Fulham, the Cottagers. Um, do we like any of them? No. <laughs> <laughs> Categorically, no. Is I there put good money on Forest and Bournemouth going down straight away? I think Fulham might have a chance this season. They like invested seem to invest quite well. Are no. you on the train? The the Mitrovic, the Mitro Mitrain, Mitrain is that? Yeah. Oh, that is a surprise, Tim. Um, I, thought you, I thought you'd be straight in that trap. I want to see, yeah, it trap being the key <laughs> word. I want to see how they start. Lingard to the Forest. Forest have made some good signings now. Agree, yeah. I think they've made great signings, but they had to, didn't they? I think half their team were loan players last season. Who have um? So they've brought in who's a the goalkeeper they brought in. Henderson. Henderson, that's it. See, that's a big signing. Yep. Is that a loan or a buy? Buy. Loan. Yeah. I was loan. Sorry, Cam. Right. I think it's a loan. I think he's paying because they're paying his United wages. I think he's the highest paid player at the club on like 100k a I week. Say, I, I thought it was on 100k, which is. Crazy. And then Ling, Ling, Lingard signed, and I think he's getting like 80k with the chance to go up to like 120. Um, but they're both really good signings. I think I think Lingard's a massive player for a um, for a lesser team. I would love to see him, seen him at Saints. Yeah, he's. Um, I I can't believe the West West Ham didn't get him when they um, they must have known something we didn't. I think uh, he was asking for too much money, but then he but then he goes and takes ATK at um, uh, Forest. So it's a bit. I think he was asking for like 150k from West Ham and Everton and. But they, they were having none of it. But, oh, um, to be fair, they did buy Nico Williams. He's not on loan. It's, it's They bought him for 17 million. I think he'll be all right. He did a shift. I'd, that's, that's how I'd describe it when, when Trent and Robertson were injured. And Gomez were injured. Yeah. They've got, their, they've got quite exciting forwards as well. Who's the, yeah, I've got the, the name? Guy, the Welsh guy, Johnson. Brennan Johnson, and he then you have good. the who's that? Awe Awisu Awisu. Yeah, is it Awu? <laughs> I, I can't remember. I can, I can never. What's yeah. his name? And then Fulham. I mean, they've made a fair few, but I don't know much about it. Like, and Pereira, I know about. Pelini. Oh, he's in everyone's squad. Pereira's in everyone's squad. Yeah, because he's four point five, isn't he? And he's going to play. Um. Paulinia, I don't know much about, but twenty million from Sporting Lisbon. I feel like if you're going to spend that much money from Sporting Lisbon, he must be half decent. Yeah. Um, is he? A, he's a striker, is he? Or is he a, like a winger? Let's have a look. Or a centre mid, or a defender? You don't really. It's a smaller club. You don't really spend twenty mil on a defender, do you? Midfielder. Yeah. Five year deal, so they obviously rate him. Yeah. Um. I'll have to do my it'll be interesting to see how they do uh they've got a bit of experience a few of their players have had a bit of experience in the um prem just see if see if they have that kind of glue to really start kind of pushing on as a team and crack the premier league code because they've struggled a bit if metro if metro gets scoring though like you know he's he's kind of set up perfectly for the premier league he just needs to be fed yeah, I'd love to see. How do you reckon somebody like Mitrovic would do at like a Man City or a or a Liverpool? Like the amount of chances he'd get. Do you reckon he would do really well if like you just planted him in that team? Just a theoretical. I think so. Probably. This year, isn't he? Yeah. What did he get last season? Like forty-two goals or something stupid. Around that. Yeah. Like ridiculous. But, who's the other team? Bournemouth. Is it Bournemouth as well? Yeah, Bournemouth. Um, yeah, I know they've got. I really like Brooks before I get injured. He used to excite me, um, but now I'm not 100 percent sure who they've got. They've got um, Kiefer Moore, haven't they? For 
uh wales i mean i know he's physical and he can, looks like he can play but um i'm trying to think was, of he, even, was he even starting last season was he or was it Solanke, or did they both start yeah i feel like they're gonna get absolutely eaten alive the, the best yeah. signing they brought in is ryan fredericks yeah it's not really i mean you can't you don't look at Kiefer Moore and uh Dominic Solanke and think I oh, you know what I reckon they'll bag 10-15 goals a season that, that is what you need to stay up and you need a goal scorer to yeah. stay up if you're a promoted yeah. team I agree um, um, I'm just trying to have a look at their lineups but you can't even find their lineups on uh, on, on wiki so <laughs> we're struggling um, that look they're, they're linked with players like to, to to, I can't say his name, Tavernier at Rangers, who, look, I think he's a decent player, but is he a Premier League player? Probably not. I think say. Tavernier could do better than Bournemouth. I thought Tavernier would go to like a West Ham, Everton. Oh, I don't know. I saw him in the, in the Europa League final. He looked pretty pretty shocking, to be honest. Really? I mean, he scores a lot of goals because he takes penalties, doesn't he? And he takes free kicks and... But he, 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 like the times I've seen him, he actually hasn't looked too great. Like he looks a bit sloppy. Okay. Um, like technically not that good. He's really old as well, isn't he? He's like 31, I think. Yeah, he is. Very oh, old. I thought he was quite young. But yeah, I, th I think yeah. I think those those three will struggle. The teams coming up. I think Forrest have probably got the best chance if uh, if like Brennan Johnson can get scoring again. You think they've got more of a chance than Fulham? Yeah. I, I just think their signings have been really good. And like Lingard is a kind of player who just lights it up a bit more and he gives you that spark and you, you need that. Um, and I think I really rate them. Well, their managers, just like everyone lords their manager. Yeah. Uh, is it Wilson? Mm. So uh, yeah. this this moves quite nicely onto who we think we're going to do now, who we think is going to get relegated and then who we think is going to um being the top four essentially um yeah tim you want to go first yes sure uh i think bournemouth and forest are the likely two and then it's gonna be between fulham leeds maybe Brighton, maybe southampton i think might even put everton slowly in there but if i was to guess i'd probably say oh, which one of you do i hurt more i'm gonna hold you to it mate so just I put it leeds. down I think you've got rid of Rafinha uh, and Phillips, who are like massive parts. Wait, no, isn't Rafinha still there? Have I missed something? No, he's gone to Has he? Oh, God, I've been living under a rock. Yeah, he's, he's off. He scored in the uh, El Clasico pre-season game, didn't he? Um, for so, so just yeah. to confirm, Tim, Leeds, Forest and Bournemouth. I think so, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah fair. In that, in that order, bottom to top. No, I'll go Bournemouth, Forest, Leeds. Okay. All right, Cameron. Oh, I imagine if it comes down to the last game of the season, Saints and Leeds. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> well, Norwich should definitely come back up, aren't they? <laughs> no, we've not. We've not done well. But I don't I said that before. You know, we've brought some people back from loan, like Campwell and Hernandez, but we sent them out on loan to begin with. I don't know. Dean Smith likes the championship, so we'll see. Yeah. Well, Suki's getting a bit on, getting a bit old, so. No, he'll still bang in 25 goals this season. Uh, who do I think will go down? I think Leeds will definitely go down. Yeah, okay. It'd be rude not to say that on this podcast. <laughs> even if even if they suddenly got Saudi money and <laughs> Leeds down all the time. Uh, no, I actually genuinely think they'll struggle this season. And I think Southampton will struggle and I think Bournemouth will struggle uh, and I think Everton will struggle. So I think it's, I genuinely think both of us will go down this season, Leeds and Southampton. Fuck, I hope not, but yeah, all right. Well, um, and then we'll be waking up at weird times so we can watch the games in the championship. Um, and then, I'm not going to say Everton. I think Everton will get very close. I just, I just don't really see where their kind of sparks coming from in that Um now you've they've lost Richarlison and they yeah, haven't really replaced him. He was their he was their driving force. He was their energy and their their heart. Um, so yeah, it's um, I, I yeah, but I think they'll do just enough. I think they've got enough quality in there. I just don't think Southampton Leeds have got any quality at all. So and the final. So you would say just devil's advocate here. 
Saints and Leeds and are going to go down over for Forest and Bournemouth. No, Bournemouth are going to go down. Bournemouth are going to go down. So you've got Leeds at home. Yeah, I just think I just the Forest team just excites me a bit more. I do. Saints, Saints are just so. I don't know. We haven't got Livermento to start the season. Um, I just think we're not going to score enough goals. We just have no goals in that team. Like we've we've signed two strikers, but they're not really proven. Uh, I think it was Marsa or something. I've, I've forgotten his name. We signed somebody just the other day, and he he's coming in at five point five mil, same as Aribo. Yeah. Um, and I just uh, they're, they're not going to they're not proven goal scorers. Like Aribo's got a few for for Rangers, um, but I just don't think in the Premier League they're going to cut the cut the mustard. Wait, what's so isn't Aribo a midfielder in the game? Yeah, he is five five point five or five. So I was thinking about him. I, See, I think if he's playing up top and Saints actually, if he does prove to be half decent, then he's going to be a great shout. Five point five midfielder who's playing up top. Um, but yeah, I don't expect us to score many this season. We just kind of hope for a bit of James Ward Prowse magic, and so I think we're definitely down. I think Leeds have just they just they've just got a poor team. I don't really I think their manager's unproven, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, he's just brought in a couple of American players. Um, so yeah, I, I, and then Bournemouth just look a shower of shite. So, right. so you've got that's analysis for you, yeah. Leeds, Southampton, Bournemouth, you're going for. Yeah. Wow. I did, I I probably yeah. Interesting. Um, I obviously yeah. I, I agree with some of the things you're saying. I think Jesse's unproven. I don't rate the two American. I don't rate one of the Americans he's brought in from what I've seen. But then some of the signings have been good, and we're due two big ones. So you never know. And I think. Um, we're linked with uh, Dick. I can't say his bloody name for the life of me. Dick Leclerc or something. His name is attacking midfielder who AC Milan won, and apparently he wants to go to AC Milan, but we've got more money, so it looks like it could go to us. Um, Sinistera looks good. I even think um, the right back Christiansen, um, although he isn't great on the ball, is just like a mongrel and and looks like the type of player that we need. And then Roker who is the replacement for um, Phillips, actually looks the nuts, to be fair to him. So I'm going to say Leeds aren't going to go down, classically, bias. Um, I think Bournemouth will go down because they just don't like they've got enough. I think Forrest will stay up. Um, and then I think, yeah, Fulham, I think Fulham will go down still. I don't think they've got enough. I think me, you're still playing on the names of, of Mitrovic, Yes, he'd be good if he was getting fed by a really good team, but he's getting fed by Fulham. Um, I still think, you know, Pereira is still a B-grade Premier League player. Like, he scored one goal. Um, there was loads of hype around him. So, I'm going to go Bournemouth, Fulham. I think Forrest will stay up. And in the final uh, place is between Saints and Everton. I really think Everton are going to struggle, um, as Cam said. And I think Saints... We'll just do what Saints have done. Cam's going to be stuck in in hell. They're just going to play well some games and they're going to play absolutely shit. They'll get slapped 9-0. Um, but then some days they'll turn up and they'll beat Arsenal 1-0 or something like that. I think there's enough in that squad. We drew against Man City twice last season. Yeah, exactly. So I think you'll do enough. You'll scrape by. I think Everton, I think the first manager on the chopping block for me just going off pre-season is Everton. Um my mate, well, one of the FPL Mavericks in, in Mikey's going to hate me saying this, but I just think they've bought really poorly. Um, this defence is shaky. I know they brought in Tarkovsky, but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like it's always a recipe for disaster when you bring in players from teams who've just got relegated. Yeah. Does, does DCL do enough? Anthony Gordon and DCL do enough to, to keep them up? No, DC will get injured and then they're ruined. <laughs> Who's he got other than that? Rondon, big Rondon. Or is he yeah, Rondon now. Yeah, grey feeding Rondon. 
Yeah, Gordon I'm, doesn't really excite you, does it? No. I mean, with, with Gray and Gray Gordon and DCL, if those guys can stay fit, you you feel like they've got that kind of spark. But yeah, other than that, <laughs> it's not looking too good. Everton, yeah, I think I'll go with Everton. I'm trying to think of anyone else that potentially has a shout of going down. That would be a bit of a maverick pick as well, Brookie. So yeah. Yeah. lock maverick. it in. Lock it in. Um, Palace are too strong. Brentford. I think they've bought well. I think they still completely forgot about forgot about Brentford. They could still go down. They they've bought really well, but they've lost Ericsson. Who have they brought who've they brought in to like replace Ericsson? Have they They haven't. Are they not? But they were doing well before they brought in Ericsson. Yeah. Yeah. They were mid table. They were they start to see they beat Arsenal first game of the season. Then they but then they started to fall off a bit and then they got Ericsson and he kind of picked them up, didn't he? A bit. Um They've got uh, Aaron Hickey, they brought him from Bologna, 18 million, Scottish lad who's um, a bit of a wing back. Um, and then Ben Mee. So, oh, yeah, wow. I don't, I, do I change my mind and go Brentford? They got, they, they've got, they've got the, the, the man, the uh, woodwork wizard. It's like Destin Taxes each week. Buemo hitting the post or the crossbar. And just to add like insult to injury, they put him as a striker this season, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's going to be picking him. He was kind of a good option potentially as a out of position midfielder, but no way is anyone going to have him in the team. Yeah, I'm going to go Everton. I'm going to go Everton just to stir the Yes, Brookie. Love it. All right. Well, how about I'll just note that down. Um, and then we'll go with Tim, your top four. All top four. Okay. I'll go City again. Tim. Then Liverpool. Then I don't think United. I think United might be back up there. But I don't think I think they'll be fifth. Arsenal have signed quite well, but I don't know if they've signed too many and they're not going to gel. Um, but they don't have. I feel like a Bamiang really messed them up because he was like, I'm the best in the squad. Real. Shit house. Um, I think Spurs will do well. I'm gonna go City, Liverpool, Spurs, Chelsea. City, Liverpool, Spurs, Chelsea. Wow. So okay, yeah, I can see the whole Chelsea. I don't know. I feel like Arsenal could do them this year. But... Yeah. Yeah. Great. I think, I think Chelsea. Like yeah. Chelsea. They're going. They're, I know they're trying four at the back, and people aren't keen on that, but. Tuchel was a good, is a great manager. So, and they started the season so strong last year. I remember ten games in or so, I was like, Chelsea are un- untouchable. They're going to win the league um, and the Champions League again. But they've brought in Sterling and Koulibaly. Yeah, but they got rid of Rudiger. I think Alonso on his way out. Christensen's on his way out. They haven't got a striker though, really, have they? Um, I mean, Havertz kind of started tailing off a bit. Do you mm-hmm. reckon he can do a job up there? What sort of that false nine yeah. sort of guy cam? Uh, with Sterling feeding, maybe. Um, they've always got Mount. They have got a goal goal threat, but I just I just feel like they're just sort of in no man's land at the moment. They've not made any big signings like Chelsea usually do when they bought Werner and everyone was like, oh my God, he's going to do so well. Sterling, not a big signing? Oh, I don't know. I feel like Sterling's always been... Sterling worked really well in Pep system because he just sort of gets in the box, either wide and he goes He gets down, lots of opportunities. <laughs> he just scores tap-ins, yeah. really. <laughs> I've um, never rated Sterling. I know he gets, like, people say, oh, he gets a lot of jip. And they, he's just so wasteful uh, on the, like, he, he, when, when you look at a winger and somebody who's at Sterling's level... They should be able to cross the ball. He just can't. He can't cross the ball. He, he, somebody that small should be taking corners. Somebody should. Somebody that small should be. Um, like, I don't. I, I feel like when you're a professional footballer and you don't have the the size, you should be like really good on the ball technically. But like he he loses control of the ball. What? But he just makes up with it because he's so electric. Like that he's Mane. so quick. Yeah, it's kind of like Mane, isn't it? Like they're just so. Um, they're kind of erratic, but because you would be absolutely shit scared of them as a defender. Like if you've got those guys standing you up, you don't know. You, you kind of don't really know. Even if they take a bad touch, you know they're going past you. Well, you, they don't know what they're going to do, so you don't know what they're going to do. 
um, I think st- this is a season of reckoning for Sterling because he's he's been at City for a long while. He's had things on a plate. We you know we spoke about earlier in the pod like Mitro could play for City and bang him in. Um, but Chelsea that they're just not they're just not the, the top quite top tier early this year uh, in my mind. Um, it'll be really interesting to see if he if he goes, does go on to have a twenty goal season, takes England to World Cup glory. Then yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, the uh, this is his season to to show he's made of the good stuff. Um, so Cami, what was the overall top four for you there? I think City are going to run away of it this year, and then Liverpool, Spurs, Arsenal. Yeah, I actually agree. I think um, I'm going to copy there, mate. I, I think yeah. there's no one else that's going to maverick in. Other than, I think Spurs will be in the title race. That's yeah, I, I that's it, mate. That's exactly what I was just about to say. I think the the only thing that could change with that is the Spurs could go above Liverpool because I just think their signings have been brilliant. Like uh, they, they signed really well in the summer last year. They got Conte's manager. They've, um, they're just going to, I feel like they're really going to kick on from the end of last season. Yeah. I think Spurs are going to be in the title race for a long time and then drop off. Yeah. It, all it takes is your Kane's getting injured. Your son's getting injured. Um, but at least they've got a bit more of a backup now. If those guys get injured, at least they've got a bit more quality. They've got Richarlison. They've got um, Perisic can play further forward as well. They've got lots of depth at wing back. So I think they're going to be changing them around quite a lot, which is not good for our fantasy football teams. But um, I think you'd be very brave going with any of the Spurs fullbacks just because I think they're going to get rotated, especially towards the start of the season. I wanted Perisic, but... He doesn't play many minutes under. Uh, he does Sorry, he plays consistently under Conte, but he only plays to the hour, and then he whips him off. So yeah, not- imagine if he comes off at the fifty-eighth minute every it's, a it's few been- weeks in a row. That'd be fu- you'd be fuming. Fred and uh, uh, Young might be a good shout for the early early doors because he's really cheap. Um, I don't think he's going to play though. Is he right or left? Left. Where does Doherty play? Right. right, he'll be right, and then uh, Perisic will be on the left, I think. Yeah, they've, got, they've got so many wing backs, they've yeah. got Ray- Royal. Emerson. Oh, you said Royal, yeah, yeah. Um, they've got that young, they've got a young right back as well, haven't they? Who they brought in, I've, I've forgotten his name, but I think they're, they're a tough one. I, I feel like with fantasy football, you get people who don't do much research and they'll pick like your Perisic because it's a big name and it's quite a good price for a big club. And the people who do research a lot, no, don't really want to take the risk with that. People who don't do the research and say, oh, Perisic will play, they'll end up getting really lucky. What will happen is he'll get taken off in the 65th minute and Spurs wouldn't have conceded and he would have got like an assist. Yeah. And then they concede afterwards. But if I pick him, He's definitely coming off before the 60th minute after con- like <laughs> after conceding a couple. <laughs> so are you going to um, judge, judge the listeners, Cam, if they have Perisic in their starting draft? Oh, um, no, not at all. I, I think Doherty's <laughs> a better pick. I think Doherty's a better pick than Perisic. Um, They've also signed uh, Spence, I think the young guy you're talking about, from Forest. Yeah, that's the uh, one, yeah. yeah. I don't think he's going to push Doherty for his position. Doherty was so good before he got injured last year yeah. and he works really well in that wing-back role. Gets so far forward. Mm. And at five five mil, he's he's like a perfect... I mean, 5.5 for Perisic or five mil for Doherty, I'd go Doherty because I think they're pretty much... Perisic is a bit un, unproven and um, Doherty clearly was sorting us out with points last season. So... Well, fellas, I think that was a very enjoyable chat about the preseason and how you see things. Um, I wish you a very high overall rank. Cami, not too high. Because um, that is my mission to beat you this year. Yeah. Anything, uh, any final thoughts, fellas, before we go? Did Did you give your top four? I'm sorry if I missed that. Yeah, so yeah, I just copied me. Ah, copied me. Uh, <laughs> I actually think Spurs will be... I'm going to, st- oh, yeah, I'd stick $10 on Spurs this year. I think they've got a good team. 
Or do, or do I do it just for the sake of uh, No, maybe a hundred. Do it, call it a handy. I'm gonna I'm gonna change it around actually. I think Spurs Spurs do City and this is their year. And England win the World Cup. How about that? Well now now I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> don't, put, don't don't put that on yeah, don't put that on England. <laughs> don't put that pressure. Cool. All right, lads. Well, um, I look forward to uh, chatting in the season. Um, if anyone mm. listening does want to join the league, there's about 60 people in there and we've got some really good players. So uh, give us a um, a Twitter message. Um, we are FPL Australia on Twitter. Um, and yeah, if anyone wants a uh, Mavericks t-shirt, give me a message as well. Cami, you're, you're getting yours. Don't worry, big man. Miss you, Brookie. Have fun in Bali. Enjoy holiday, mate. Yeah. See you, boys. Miss Catch you. you. See you. Bye. 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 <laughs>